Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. We used to tell ghost stories when we were young, but uh, it was never something that I really believed in. I didn't have uh, any experience where it happened to me before. In 1987, I was just getting married, and uh, we bought a house on the hill up in uh, Sherman Oaks. It was a lovely house, beautiful view. And when I was first moving in, I had lost my watch. And at the time, then thinking, where could that be? And I, I thought it's gone. About three or four days later, I looked down and there it was. It was by the fireplace. But I'd walked by the fireplace a lot of times. And I thought, how come I didn't see that before? I asked uh, my wife, did you put that there? She said, no, no. And over the course of time, there were other things that would go missing that I didn't know how they disappeared. There would be watches, there would be keys, there would be children's toys that would disappear. But they always managed to end up in that same place, back in that area by the fireplace. It was like somebody was just pulling pranks on us. After we got completely settled in, I was sitting at my kitchen table and my my neighbor, Linda, who our, our children would play together, she was across from me and she could see the hallway behind me. We were sitting there talking about something. And she said... And I said, there are no dark-haired boys. There's my son and your son, and they're outside. She said, there's a dark-haired boy whizzing right by there. I got up, and I ran, and I looked, and nobody was there. She said, I distinctly saw a dark-haired boy whiz by there. But um, there was no one there. It was just perplexing. About a week or a week or so later, I was lying in bed. And I heard something that was moving in the hallway. 
that was had a metallic sound to it. This clank, 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 that would then speed up, clank, 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 clank. And then I got up to look and investigate. And I opened the door and I looked down the hallway where the noise was coming from. Nothing. And as I walk farther down to the last room on the end, I had a sense of a presence. And suddenly I see something right at the end of the hallway, just a... It startled me. I didn't have time to really register what they looked like. They had movement, and they moved really fast. And then just disappeared. So I looked everywhere else, checked all the locks. Nobody was there. And I got really freaked when I realized that there was nobody in that house. But something was moving through that hallway. One day, I was being taken home by a, a driver of a limo. And as we came up towards the house, he said, you, you live here? I said, yeah. He said, I used to work here. I used to work for the Jamesons. The Jamesons used to live here. And he said, there were two boys. They had MS and they were wheelchair bound. He said, the boys used to love to run their wheelchairs chasing each other and ka-clank, ka-clank down the hallway. They were impish and prankish. They loved to play tricks on everybody. And he said their dad moved away early on. And they were very sad after that. But their mom took care of them. And uh, both boys had died within a few years of each other. After that, I felt a great sense of relief that, you know, it was going to be okay. They weren't threatening. They just liked to hide stuff and clank down the hallway. <laughs> Years later, well, we're getting ready to move and we're packing up when I realized that I had lost my watch again. And it was at that very second my thought went to that fireplace. And I looked over where the fireplace was. And there was my watch. Hi, this is Deborah LeBlanc, author of Witch's Fury. And you're listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey, 
Hey guys, it's Aaron, and it's Monday, May 15th, 2023, episode 294. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, I'm always glad to be back in the hot seat. And so you guys are probably wondering, what happened last month? Well, as you old-timers know, I do this once a year. I take a little vacation, and I go dark. And I don't answer uh, my phone. I turn the phone off. I don't go on social media. I don't check email. And no one can get a hold of me. I just go dark. But one thing I'm bad about is I don't tell anybody sometimes. I need to get better with that. Because uh, people are wondering, where's Aaron at? <laughs> but I'm back and I did release some movies for you guys. So at least you guys had some entertainment. And uh, yeah, we're back on schedule again. And Tuesday, tomorrow, there's going to be a brand new episode of Aaron's Heart Show. And then Wednesday, a brand new episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. And of course, on Fridays, a double feature of entertaining short films. The weather's been great. Spring is finally here, 80 degree weather, sunny, kind of rainy sometimes, but I'll take it. Other than that, yeah, I'm recharged, I'm ready to go, and uh, I'm glad to be back. So with that, you guys know what that means, right? We're going to do more listener stories, and man, do we have a backlog. Jeez. And for you new guys out there, if you have a paranormal experience that you want to share, just send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And so you guys know what that means. Come on, come on, say it with me, say it with me. That's right, to the story then. Follow me right this way, no pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going. Oh man, nice and cool in here now. Get a beanbag over there in the corner, find an empty spot on the floor, and I'll get behind my desk here as usual. Nice and comfy. And let's see what Britt sent me an email. Let's see what our packet is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a long one, got a short one, got a medium one. All right. Oh, you know what? I need to get some popsicles and fill up that freezer over there. Sorry about that. Next Monday, you guys are going to have some popsicles. I'll make a note of that. Before we get going, let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So good when it hits the lips. All right. The first one. This one is by Ash, and it's titled Disappearing Music. Okay, Ash. Let's see what you got, man. I worked as a CNA at an assisted living facility with a memory care unit. The facility was only a couple of years old when I started, but many co-workers claimed that it was haunted. I've seen black shadows. The elevator came down in the middle of the night with no one there. The door alarms would sometimes go off on doors that we never used. But my strangest personal experience was the time that I heard music that disappeared when I left a certain location. I was working the night shift. There were only three people on duty during night shift. A CNA on the assisted living side, me, a CNA in the memory care unit, and a nurse. The CNA that is assigned to the memory care unit isn't allowed to leave the unit unattended. The nurse and I were sitting in a TV area on the assisted living side. All of a sudden, I heard loud, old-fashioned music in the distance. I asked the nurse if he heard it too, 
and he had this weird look on his face, but he nodded his head yes. I thought that either he thought I was crazy and didn't hear the music, or he was playing a prank on me. I thought that a resident had their TV on too loud, so I went into the direction of where I thought the music was coming from. But the closer I got, the more it faded until I couldn't hear it anymore. I went in every direction looking for the cause of this music, and everywhere I went, it disappeared. After I realized that I would never find out where it was coming from, I had to sit in the sitting area where it was loudest and ignore it until it stopped. It lasted a few hours. I could tell that the nurse I was with couldn't hear the music because he kept asking if it was coming from here or there. He didn't seem interested in the situation but tried to help me find the cause and he was acting weird. After a while, it was apparent that he wasn't playing a joke on me because he was with me the whole time. There's no way he could have made the music disappear like that. Besides, I'm sure he would have told me by now if he had something to do with it. Isn't that part of the fun of pranking someone? Well, thank you for reading. Ash. Ash. Thank you very much for sharing. Great story. Yeah, that's kind of odd. That's the first one for me. Fading music. But yeah, you uh, night shift uh, nurses at night in assisted living uh, facilities, yeah, the door alarms would go off where there's no occupants in the room. I've, uh, I've read that a lot. And it keeps, you know, the alarms keep on going off all throughout the night. And then all of a sudden at a certain time it stops right before morning or something like that. Daylight comes, you know. So yeah, pretty weird stuff. But yeah, you uh, you night shift people in, uh, in hospitals and things like that. You, you guys see some weird stuff. <laughs> all right, thank you again for sharing. All right, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Janny, and it's titled baby monitor okay Janny let's see what you got man I have lived in New York for 14 years now and have moved to several different houses in the state my family never experienced any paranormal experiences in New York until the last apartment we moved into where we currently live for three years now the story I am about to tell is one of many paranormal things that have happened in our apartment although I did not personally experience it. I do 100% believe it, since my mother did not really believe in the paranormal until things started to happen around the apartment. When we first moved, I lived with my parents, brother, his now ex-girlfriend, and my new newborn nephew. One day, my mother was home alone with the baby while everyone else was at work or school. She said she had put the baby to sleep in her room and then went straight to the kitchen to begin making dinner. She turned on the baby monitor and took it with her. Just to give you an idea of the monitor, it was one of those newer ones that not only allowed you to hear what was going on in the other room, but it also had a light sensor that would move or change colors whenever there was movement. The colors ranged from green to red, green being the least amount of movement, red being the strongest. She said as she started cooking, she heard what she believed to be humming. She turned off the faucet, stopped what she was doing, and listened to the monitor carefully. 
when she noticed it was clearly coming out of the monitor. She went to the room to check on the baby, since she thought it was the baby waking up, but the baby was sound asleep. She didn't really think anything of it and went back to the kitchen. A few minutes later, she heard the humming again, except this time much louder and clearer. She said it was the voice of a woman, and the humming had rhythm to it as if whatever it was was humming an actual song, although the melody was not familiar to her. At that point, she was beginning to freak out, and when she looked at the monitor again, she said the sensor light was going insane, moving up and down from green to red very rapidly. She ran to the room and the baby was still sound asleep. She checked around the room and there was no one there. She believes there are no logical explanations for this because a newborn baby is not possible of literally humming an actual song. She also said there is no way the voice she heard was my baby nephew's because it sounded like a very mellow, feminine, adult voice that was loud and clear. There was nothing in the room that could have made the sound. All the windows were closed, no TVs or radios or toys were on. She said the baby was exactly how she left him. Therefore, she doesn't believe the baby triggered the sensor light to go off either. Also, let me mention that the monitor never showed any signs of technical issues prior to the incident or after. In order for the light sensor to jump and go all crazy the way it did, it requires very strong movements like jumping or fast running in front of it. If my nephew did move at any point in his sleep, the sensor would have probably moved just a tiny bit and never passed the green color. I know because I babysat him plenty of times and never saw the monitor go past the green whenever he moved. Also, he was tiny and didn't move much. In other words, it takes a lot of movement to get the sensor turning red and jumping. Love the show. And that's from Janny. Janny, thank you very much for sharing. Great story. Yeah, I read these all the time, and they're, they're kind of creepy with these uh, baby monitors. You hear all kinds of weird stuff sometimes, you know, or you're up late at night. You know, you're watching a movie, whatever, midnight, 1 a.m., and all of a sudden you just start hearing these odd sounds in the baby room, which is, you know, whatever, on the second floor upstairs. Yeah, that that would creep me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you very much for sharing. All right, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Rain, and it's titled Ghost Experiences. Okay, Rain. Let's see what you got, man. I will write the word cousin a lot, but they are actually my great cousins. It's already a little confusing, so I try to make it easier by just writing cousin. I never thought about the paranormal stuff much when I was younger, and I wasn't really interested in it either. Until that one time I visited my cousins. To give a little description of their surroundings, they lived in a big house in the middle of a forest surrounded by moor, and they had a huge farm there. There were no other neighbors living nearby. They also told me that many years ago, 
Another house used to be standing where theirs was now, which unfortunately burned down. My mom and I were staying there for about four weeks during my summer vacation, and nothing happened up until the second week. One of my cousins and I were staying in her room, which was in the attic, listening to music. The room was in complete darkness since we were supposed to be sleeping. We were around the age of 10 back then. We were both staring out of our window at that time, looking at the stars, when all of a sudden a very bright light appeared and filled out the whole window. At first we were in shock and didn't say anything until it was gone. The light only lasted for a few seconds though. Like the little scared kids we were, we ran downstairs to my already sleeping mom and woke her to tell her what happened. She only brushed it off as a summer lightning or something like that. This, however, didn't calm us down and we ended up sleeping in the living room that night. The next day, we also told my aunt about the light and she said that something similar happened to her a few weeks ago and that she also heard a loud buzzing sound while the light was there. After that incident, the paranormal activity seemed to increase somehow. Two days after the light in my window, my biggest cousin told us that she lost a bowl in her room. She said that she ate chips out of it and then went into town and when she got back, it was gone. At first she accused us, my other cousin and me, of hiding it, but we were too scared to go upstairs. Her room was also in the attic, right next to the one the first incident happened in. Later that day, she found the bowl. It was in her cupboard, underneath her clothing, which was balancing on top of it. Nobody knows how it got there. Another thing disappeared a few days later. One of my tops was gone, and later we found it underneath a table, neatly folded. When being alone in the attic, it felt like you were being watched, and it was very cold in a few spots of the rooms up there. I never felt comfortable staying there alone for too long. When my oldest cousin moved out of the house, my youngest cousin got her room in the attic. Nothing spectacular happened except that one time. We all sat in the kitchen eating breakfast when my small cousin came in and said she saw a boy in a room during the night. We all asked what he looked like and what he was doing there because we thought it was a dream. She said that he was looking through her CDs and that he was a little taller than her. She couldn't make out other features. When we asked her what she did when she saw him, she just told us that she went back to sleep. I wanted to believe that it was a dream, but when my oldest cousin told me years later that she also saw a boy in her room a few times, I was kind of convinced that it might be a ghost or something like that. My oldest cousin also told me that she used to try out her Ouija board with her friends sometimes. There are still a few other things that happened in that room particularly. The radio would turn on sometimes by itself. There was also a lot of cold spots in there and sometimes weird smells that I cannot really describe. The last thing I remember is something my aunt experienced. My cousin's grandma, who was living in a little apartment on the ground floor, died 
in the house. After the funeral, my aunt cleaned the apartment and got all her belongings out. She told me that he heard the voice of their grandma in her head and that she was feeling like she was being yelled at. She got a feeling of dread and was so terrified that she ran out and tripped over a little fence on the grass. She fell but didn't hurt herself that much. She was sure that grandma wanted to tell her something and later on she found out that her husband was cheating on her. I don't know what exactly was going on in that house, but something definitely was there. Thanks for reading. Oh man, that's from Rain Rain. Thank you very much for sharing. Love the story. Man, big old house. Yeah, it sounds huge with all the rooms. No neighbors in the middle of the forest. <laughs> sounds like a, a good horror movie to me. Yeah, uh, to me, it definitely sounds like there's something going on there. But it seems a little playful. Then seem to be causing too much trouble. The light in the window thing, that's interesting. Kind of makes you wonder if it was a, an actual orb because there's only three other stories that I read about uh, orbs and they're always in the forest. And you know, they you can see it with the naked eye. There's no camera, nothing like that. They, and it's from hikers that are walking a trail at night. They're about ready to make camp. And uh, they see these you know, these glowing balls just flying around and they're, you know, going up and down, making these turns. They stop and they're self-illuminated so you can watch it, right? And those are the orbs that I like to hear about, you know. You know, you can see them with the naked eye. So that's interesting. But that's it. That's all the stories for today, guys. And as always, you can always go to realparanormalactivity.com and listen, watch the movies and videos there. Or you can get the free app. Just go to your app store and do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and download it for free. Stream anytime, anywhere. And we are also always flattered that you come and visit us here at the RPA Network. And hopefully you guys are enjoying something here. The videos, short films, the podcasts. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.